Welcome everyone to another Jags podcast episode sixty six. We're gonna say ish. There were some ish. discrepancies. Yeah, but we think this is right. We're committed to sixty six, so that's where we're at. <laughs> Correct us if we're wrong. Uh, tonight we are going to be talking about uh, a lot of the Twitter questions that were submitted by our listeners. If we have time, we'll touch on the Telvin Smith saga, uh, which is getting stranger and stranger by the day, as well as rookie minicamp, which is starting next week. I'm not sure how much there really is to discuss about that, but we'll do our best. Before we get into all of that good stuff, we want to remind everyone that we are on Twitter at Another Jags Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Another Jags Podcast, as well as YouTube. Search Another Jags Podcast. You can find us there. We're streaming right now live. Um, you can go back on YouTube and watch our video. Right. You can. Always there, always available. It's, 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 let's admit, it's a little bit of a slow news week. Not a lot going on. I feel like the excitement... From the draft has died down a little bit. There's been talk about Yannick Ngakwe and are the Jags going to, you know, extend his contract? Maybe someone even asked a question about that. I'm not sure. We're in that place, you know. The news cycle is slowing down a little bit where now the offseason feels like an offseason. So, but we're still here. Of course. We're not going anywhere. Where else will we be? Honestly, at this point, though, it's like refreshing that, like, the draft is done. We know what we have. We might pick up some people possibly during training camp when other teams drop people. But it's good to know like where we're at, like what we're missing, what we're not, what we're going into battle with. I mean, we have it at this point pretty much. So you know, I would disagree with that. But you think so? Yeah. Well, amazing. So <laughs> let's take we'll start from there, I mean, Jason. You think we're going to roll into the season at safety the way that we are now? I do, actually. Wide receiver? Yes. I think safety is our thinnest position. I mean, who's your starting? No, who's you're your right. two starting safeties? Jared Wilson and Ronnie Harrison? Yeah. Your two starting safeties are... Jared yes, Wilson. That's but all. second year and a, what was Jared Wilson? Was he undrafted free agent signing? Okay, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's let me rephrase that. I don't think we're going to be upgrading any of our positions at this point. We might be adding depth, or we might be adding somebody who's going to compete for a job, but we're not upgrading anybody at this point. So, with that being said, you can't really like bank on that. We're kind of going into it with what we have right in, now. In fear of stepping on Twitter question toes, would Michael right. Crabtree be? An upgraded receiver? Uh, I mentioned him like seven, eight months ago or weeks ago. So, yes, I, I don't necessarily think he would be an upgrade. You can look back, James. I did. I saw no, that face. I, no, I, did. <laughs> I think everybody else I just, did as well. That was a very subtle plug for yourself there. I, it, I, it wasn't subtle at all. <laughs> but I do think he might be. I mean, he might be the guy that you throw on a one-year contract that still wants to be in the league, that still wants to play. And, I mean, the guy never quite lived up to his potential, but... He still has the potential to be a baller, I think. So, yeah, he might be an upgrade over our third or fourth receiver. Absolutely. Okay. I don't think we upgrade receiver. Do you think we get anybody? We might add some depth. Maybe. Even, I mean, if Crabtree comes in, where is he going to be? Three? Third, maybe? You think he gets the second spot? I mean, I, I mean he's not that good. He's better than Cole and I mean, Chark. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Chark beats him. Maybe Conley beats maybe, him. Maybe, exactly. Or maybe I mean, he pushes I, I, him I to be better. I think he's as good as Conley and... Chark and all those. I mean, Crabtree's not upgrading you that much, is what I'm saying. Okay. Like, he's, he's, he's a good receiver, but if they're going to spend money, I mean, I think I've already said, I think they've got to go safety. you got to get a guy at safety. I mean, I think we just did like a cannonball into the pool. Let's go to the Twitter questions and maybe right. revert back to all that. Right. All right. That's yeah. fine. Um, this question is from Ben Barbanera, and he's at Ben Barbanera, and he says, Any interest in the Jags picking up Eric Berry or Morris Claiborne? And yes, I intentionally went to that question. Yeah. I after, after that. <laughs> 
Well, why don't you answer that? Okay, um, I think um, it would be awesome to have Eric Berry. I don't think, Merrick, I mean, Morris Claiborne's a corner, so I don't think we would even need it, have a need for a corner at this point. No. But uh, Eric Berry, I mean, if you can get him on a, the thing is, what's his deal going to look like? I mean, his last deal he signed, I know it's a different person, but it was like seven years, like $68 million or something, like five years, or something crazy like that. And, you know, I, I just, what are you going to be able to, what are you going to be able to get him? Are you going to be on for a two-year deal? Maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. He, he might be a little bit outside of our, our paycheck right now. I would love to get him. I mean, his whole story, his play, his stats. I'm not going to go into backstory, James, because the stats Jerry, are better Jerry than the backstory. A whole year off anyway, man, I mean, he, he recovered from, like, cancer, man. That's amazing. He came back and did it all. I mean, and the guy's a great player, but after you go to Jason, we don't have the money for a guy like that. Unless he's I looking wish. just just wants to come to Jacksonville because our defense is so good and, like, sees his spot in that being like, hey, I've got these corners that are amazing. I've got this defensive line that's amazing. I can, like, ball for a couple years and retire. But that would have to be, like, a, almost like a hometown deal, not in your hometown. So... I would love it though. I mean, but I don't think it's happening. No, I don't either. Obviously, it would be a huge get, but I don't think it's a realistic possibility. It would be. I mean, backstory for days though. Backstory for backstory days. Backstory for days. I mean, add to the backstory. Like, be like forward story. I don't know what that is. It would just be absolutely amazing to get a guy that could be like add to our defense, where it's like. A Pro Bowl caliber guy, but I don't plus, think plus a, like a strong yeah. a locker room guy too. I mean, yeah. that guy's never had issues whatsoever. So, do we have any Tennessee connections? Uh, Didn't he play there? Yeah, he, played, yeah, he, played he played definitely played in yeah. Tennessee. I don't think we do. I don't think we have for a money. reason. Okay, Gator fan. <laughs> I'm trying to think of there's. I mean, who are the other free agent safeties? I mean. A guy like Tayshawn Gibson got snatched up. So, I mean, what's going to be out there on the free agency? Still a head-scratcher that they let him go. I, know, I think it really yeah. does go back to that. They should have kept him, man. I think him walking is like kind of the biggest indicator that they are really like Jared Wilson and Ronnie Harrison. It's just uncomfortable for me to, to go into the season like that. So, I hope they're right, is, is, what I, is I guess, my answer. I think the, the key to the safeties is going to be the defensive line. You know, if, if the defensive line can step up and be where they were two years ago, put pressure on the quarterback, it's going to make a second-year safety in Harrison and a relatively unknown in Wilson, their job a whole lot easier. Yeah. And, and, and with that, they're going to be also leaning on the fact that they have Ramsey and Boye playing outside. I mean, that, that is a huge benefit to any safety. So I think they're banking on all those things. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it is, it is a thin position. Very thin. There's no, there's no depth there if, at all. Um, you could say that a, a really about a, you know, it's, it's the thinnest. I'll say that. It's the thinnest. Without a doubt. Receiver is pretty thin, too. I agree. And yeah, tight end's, tight pretty, end's thin. pretty thin. Yeah. yeah. But I think safety is the thinnest. That's, yeah. where, that's where I was going, oh. to. Middle linebacker's pretty thin. Running back's pretty thin. Nah, running back. Yeah, running back, fine. I think we're good. Yeah. Check yeah. that one off the list. You, oh. might, you might have a point with, linebackers but middle linebacker how many snaps is he going to play well, i mean again they signed like 18 linebackers this week so yeah and i mean they're not gonna half, they're but... not gonna play a lot of straight base defense who knows what they're gonna do this year? i mean the reason they can come out in a three four next year i mean they got i Dom... think they're going to one ten one you know just one defensive lineman that'd be 12 people <laughs> well okay one nine one there sorry you go. one nine one <laughs> ah, ruined my joke <laughs> Math, he gets me every time who's the one yeah jalen all right coming off perfect I mean, I, I think that they are okay with that safety position because exactly what James said. Anybody that comes into the Jaguars playing safety, that's the best job like ever. I mean, you have a defensive line that's going to put the most amount of pressure on a quarterback 
out of the entire league, at least I hope, based on the way they drafted things, you got two corners that are going to shut down. Where are you going to chuck the ball if you're under pressure and have to get rid of it? I mean, into Jalen's hands. Yeah, into somebody's hands. And if all you have to do is not like really mess up at safety, you don't have to be good. You don't have to be amazing. You just have to like, be average and you're going to look like you're great. There was also undrafted free agent Zedrick Woods out of Ole Miss, who a lot of people like. He's a safety. Uh, he's like a good ball hawking skills. I think he had eight interceptions in two years. I think he had 51 tackles. I'm trying to remember a tweet we had. But uh, he retweeted it, so he must think he's good as well. Oh, he's going to make the so team. Thanks, Zedrick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did completely forget about Zed. Zed's dead. Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. But no, I think, I mean, he's an undrafted free agent. I mean, we talked last week about how we got all hyped about these dudes that we never saw. We did game. last year. We but I think this year's a different team, though. Because, like, last year we were, like, set everywhere. I mean, think about. We thought we were. We thought we were, yeah. right. Going into the season, there's nowhere we're like, man, we might need to upgrade this position, which is pretty impressive. For our front office to, but the injuries caught up with us. But this year, safety we could upgrade, wide receiver we could upgrade, tight end we could upgrade. Were you not impressed with Harrison last year? No, I liked him. I, liked I, mean, him. I thought he was yeah. like well above average, especially yeah, for no, a rookie, no, man. No, I, I mean, yeah, you're right. For a rookie, definitely. As long as he doesn't get hurt, we're fine. Well, I mean, you need 11 guys to play, so I mean, you can't just roll out any scrub and just not get you 12. A, not 12. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, are they going to pick on Jared Wilson? Because we see qu- good quarterbacks pick on DBs all the time. So our quarterback's going to pick on Jared Wilson like right off the, the bat. I think they probably will. Probably. Yeah. I mean, if if you're smart, that's what you that's where you would go yeah. for. Yeah. What do you think, Tom? If when Tom Brady lines up under center and looks at our defense, where do you think he's going with the ball? That's where they've gone against us like Randy past Moss? like eighteen years. <laughs> well, they got to out scheme. Their defense has to out scheme the offense and roll the guy away or bring you know. What about Ramsey being brought over to safety like he did at FSU? Yeah, and. Uh, and uh, what's his name? Ronnie Harrison played a lot, a lot more free safety last year than people think. I mean, he played some strong safety, yeah. but they rolled him into the middle thirds a lot. So, I mean, who knows what they're doing? Honestly. I mean, until <laughs> we see their I third. think we do because I think a lot of the players they have are multi position players. They can play different positions, different slots, different. I'm not going to go into detail because I don't know the detail, but I know I constantly hear, hey, this guy can play here and here. This guy can play here and here. So, I think the scheme next year is going to be a lot more different and complex than it was this past year. You know, and they didn't let Gibson go, at least th- without them feeling confident in the personnel that they had. No, because he was a solid so, dude. Yeah, he was, was solid numbers. Right. So clearly, they are comfortable. You know, with the guys that they have, they didn't go out and draft a safety. So, um, did they? I mean, no. No. So, so, like yeah, it was, so that was the biggest thing people talked about. Right. They so did. they're they're clearly comfortable with who they have going forward. So that that has to say something. You know, it's it's very hard to have talent and depth at every single position group on a team. It's just well, it's impossible. It's impossible. So safety for Unless the, you're the Rams because you have a different cap than everybody else. Right. Well, they're in L.A. and you know it's con- conspiracy theory. Yeah. You know, I love that. The older you get, me too. <laughs> the weather is a conspiracy theory. All right. Kim trails. All right. Well, before we get to the next question, I just want to check and make sure everything's working. Yeah. Right. Go so ahead. Give us a quick sec. This is all, this is the stuff you. Only get to see conspiracy theory. I just got cut off. Jason's like, You're done. Yeah, that's kind of like behind the scenes. I was like, Live action. Yeah, you guys see he does all the real work around here. Yeah, it's Jason. (laughs) It's true, it it is true. Yeah, (laughs) not not denying that at all. So, ready for the next question? Yes, this one's from Jason, and he's at. Rat HCP. He says, "Pick two that you believe will get 
That's kind of a, it could be a loaded question. He says pick two, they'll get an extension. But let me, I'll rephrase it. Pick the first two that you believe will get a contract extension out of these. Ramsey, Jack, or Yannick? Well, I mean, it's Yannick and Ramsey. Yeah, for sure. You've got to restructure Yannick, maybe like a two, three-year deal to make him happy at this point so he gets paid. I mean, he, he's making like, what, $600,000 a year? I'm just going to throw this out there. And they just drafted a guy that's making more than him? I'm, not, I'm just throwing this out there. What if they Dude, let... There's no way Yannick's gone. What if Yannick walks? There's no way. Not, not happening. I, uh, I mean... I don't think it's all that crazy. If, what if he just plays terrible next year? Uh, well, that's a different ball game, but they're going to do that before next, like the season's over. Let me, let me ask you this. Last year, on a scale of 1 to 10, where do you rate his year? Just uh, last year. I don't think you can rate him on one year. Just last year? Okay, fair enough. It was probably slightly above average. But it, his resume being in the NFL? Yeah. 32 sacks? No, I no. agree. No, okay, so, 29, uh, this is what James, 29, whatever. This is what James Close is enough. saying, and this is kind of how I feel, I think. James is saying last year we'll give him a six for his overall performance. Yes. Sure. The year before that, he'd probably have like a, what, an eight or a nine? Yeah. So that puts him at an average of like seven and a half, which is really, really good. I understand, especially for a third-round guy. But you just drafted a guy who plays his position and could give you eight, nine rating at that position. Who also has not proved himself in the NFL for Well, that's why they anything. may not be in such a hurry to get this guy signed as people yeah. think. And so that's why I think... It must not be so quick because Miles Jack, you could get him for cheaper than. I mean, we're not talking mega contract for this guy, mm-hmm. and Ramsey is a mega contract guy, but you got to get Henry signed. So it's not that crazy for me to believe that Jack and Ramsey would get a contract first, because they may. This may be a prove it year for Ngakwe. Everybody wants to back the truck up for Ngakwe, and I understand. It's like Telvin two point maybe. No, not Telvin two point I mean, I understand too why fans want to see. Yanni get paid. We all do. He's been nothing but a consummate professional. He has played above his pay grade for the first three years. I think I think fans like when you find a diamond in the rough. And that's what he's been so far. As a third round pick, exceeded everyone's expectations. Let's face it, he he took Fowler's job from him, who was picked third overall. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's been way better than advertised. But like Jason just said, just drafted Josh Allen. Uh, everything. If, if he is as good as advertised, you know, what do you do there? How do you not reward a guy like that? What kind of message does that send to the rest of the team? To all those other draft picks that aren't number one draft picks that, hey, you work your butt off in camp, you do everything you're supposed to, you overperform, you out-earn your contract, then sorry, buddy, you're gone? That sends a horrible message. I don't think anyone's saying that, but let's, if I'm the front office, I wouldn't view it that way. I'd view it as we're going to let this guy play the contract out that he signed and then reevaluate. And let him be a free over. agent? He's going to get snapped up for like a bajillion dollars. Why can't we sign him to max deal? Because you're going to pay twice as much at that point. No, it has to be the same. No, nah, I don't think so. He's, he wants the max deal now. He, he wants to get paid with Demarcus Lawrence. He might want he the max deal, but you don't have to pay Frank, him the max deal now. Whatever his name is from Kansas City. Frankly, he wants, he wants that money. So you, don't, about? you don't think you could come to him with a lower than max deal right now and negotiate something so. at, a, at somewhat no, of a bargain? Will, I think he wants max. Mm. Yeah, I think he wants max. I mean, he, he's good. And the guy is. You think he's worth max? I don't. That's, I don't that's either. That's my point. But edge rushers at his potential caliber are such, at such a premium that that position tends to get overpaid. But he's got to understand the position he's in. He had a slightly down year last year. He's got a the best rookie drafted at his position, I think he would take a bargain deal. 
Not bargain, maybe a little bit above bargain. Maybe. I don't think so, though. I don't, I don't yeah. think he would either. I think yeah. that's... I think, I, think it, his, I think you would take that as a slap in the face. Yeah. I mean, you, you talk about... he's he, The day he came into the league, he had a chip on his shoulder. It's never going to be bigger than what it is this coming year, the fact that they drafted Josh Allen, which I still think was the right move to make. Um, but well, I think see. he is going to be like... They got this young guy coming in trying to take my not just my position, but my money as well, paying him more. So, think, you know, this is... I don't think they are in a huge hurry to to back up the truck for him. I think it's going to be, let's see what you can do. I would love it if they did pay him before the season. Don't get me wrong. Lock him in, get it out of the way, as long as they do Ramsey first. I think that needs to be number one on your list. Whether they do or not, I don't know. They picked up his fifth-year option. Gives them a little bit of you know time to negotiate. But to me, to answer the question, it's Ramsey, unique. And, and I could... Listen, I could see Miles Jack not being re-signed, honestly. I mean, he's been... Well, you you want to pay him what you're paying. I mean... No, he, you don't. He's not going to take a max better deal. better than Telvin. I'd rather have him than Telvin at this point. Uh, I, I would, too. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying, you know, this, this goes back to what has been the conversation lately with, you know, the Jaguars is when you have a lot of good players, which on paper they do, you can't keep everybody. You can't pay everybody. So you have to start looking around and who is the most expendable. And you can make a case that Miles Jack is. I would still like to see him in his true position. I don't know. I know we haven't seen that yet. I don't see why there's any reason why you can't come into Ngakwe, make it a cap firm friendly deal for at least this next year and the year after, and a boatload of signing bonus and have him take that. Dude, he's young. Two years guaranteed. I'm getting a ton of money up front. I'm making more than I did. And then I'll deal with whatever happens after two years. No reason why that can't happen. I don't think he wants a deal that they, a team can get out of in two years, though. I mean, this Why not? He's super young. Life. He'll still make a boatload. Because you can get hurt. You're, yeah, they, he's, they he's in the best position of his life right now. This, this second paid. contract is where you make yeah. your Dude, money. You throw it's a, where you have the longevity in the league. It's where you... I get that, but his second contract would still be young at that point. That would, This would be like a one-and-a-half-year contract or 1.5 or whatever. You give him 20 million signing bonus, he makes more per year the next two years, and then he can do whatever he wants to if we don't want to re-sign him. I think they could work that out. They're good with that stuff. They're good at renegotiating that kind of thing. Well, they're going to have to be with all the His context. agent and his people are saying, what happens if you break your leg? Yeah. What happens yep. if you do this? You're um, done. Then you've got yeah. $20 million in the bank. That's great, but they're, that, they want What, ha they what want happens more. if they don't resign you and you break your ear this leg? You've got nothing. I agree, which is, which is why I hope that they sign him before the season starts. But I could see them slow playing it a little bit. Who knows what they're doing? They're, they're not going to be the, – the front office is not coming out in the media to say, well, you know, we want to pay him, and this is what we're thinking we're going to do. You know, they, they are talking about this, okay? You know, just because we're not hearing about it doesn't mean these discussions aren't happening. I think to think otherwise is a bit naive. So those discussions are happening, I believe, 100%, along with Jalen. Miles, I don't know. I, I think they would want to sign him, but I don't think he's as – no, not uh, not with those two guys. I mean, he he's definitely on the back burner. Yeah, because so, of them too. We'll see. I don't, I don't know. know. All right. Well, this uh, this is from. Did you answer that fully yourself? Yeah, I said Jack okay. and Ramsey. Really? You think Jack first? Only because Jack can. You're gonna. You're not gonna pay him what you're gonna have to pay these guys. So you can get his deal done. I mean, he's gonna. He'll probably end up getting less Wouldn't than what Telvin got. Like make them even more mad. No, because he's not getting the money that these guys are asking for. This guy, he's on a different tier as far as contracts go. Jalen and Gawkway are like tier one. Back the truck. Okay, up. I mean, Jack is like tier two, tier three guy. So I mean, those deals get done all the time. It's actually like a really good question because I think Jalen kind of runs it. Like, it, does Jalen hold out if he doesn't? Mm, I think, he he could dictate everything. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Jalen doesn't seem like the type of guy. 
He's mm. a, he's too much of a competitor, I think. He, I think I think he'll get his do- deal done for Ngakwe. I I mean, but who knows? All right, this mm. this comments from Spurville seventeen on YouTube, and he says he's looking forward to seeing Quincy, and I, and he says we hope to keep Jack. Ram- he he says hope we keep Jack Ramsey and Yannick. So he wants to keep all three. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think that's everybody's yeah. ideal. It's whether or not we can or not. And Quincy, he's referring to Quincy Williams, who is a safety out of Murray State, who is also an undrafted free agent. And uh, did we draft no. him? Second, second, oh, yeah. third round pick. He's, he's our second, third. Did we draft the safety? Yeah, he's yeah. linebacker well, slash safety. They, yeah. They, I apologize. They, they had, had him a safety. He's a safety. Yeah, they had him listed yeah. at linebacker. It sounds yeah. like he's going to be safe. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Everyone that I've been hearing on the radio is referring to him as a linebacker. No, nah, he's a safety. He's an assassin. He's a safety for sure. He's an assassin. Yeah. We'll just call him an AS. No, because. Michael He's Moore? gonna be penalized every single time he tackles. Now, if you watch his highlight films, I mean, he, I mean, he plays as like a box safety, but he definitely is a is a strong safety. Right. So if, yeah, no, I mean, I am too. I mean, if you don't, be, you should go back and actually, I'm gonna retweet it right now. I just retweeted his film, so go on our on our. It's amazing. Yeah, his film. I mean, he looks like we like he, I call him a human hit stick. Yeah, he's, he's, dude, like, he's a missile. People, yeah. So I just retweeted it on our Twitter. So the go, question is, go are the hits legal? No, half of them, half of like half of literally half, yeah, of, half of them, yeah. like. But the point is, is like he's that aggressive. He's there that quick, and again, you know, it's not NFL type talent, but he obviously has a nose for. It's like a guy who rebounds like just instinctively. He has a nose for being in the right place at yeah. the right time. Yep, and they can teach him to tackle right. I mean, that's a, that's a good analogy there, Joey. Well, well, appreciate that. It's almost yeah. like I know what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> Mic drop. I'm done. Yeah. Good night, Joey. Uh, but I mean, I hope so. I mean, he's gonna be uh, unbelievable on special teams either way. And I think he has an opportunity to come in on certain, you know, plays and shock people. Exciting. Now, there's nothing better than lighting somebody up, man. Okay, here's another question. I agree. That goes <laughs> another question that goes along with, you know, Joey always ends the conversation. He does. Like, okay, after no, that, yeah. let's just move on. <laughs> I think you cut me off on the contract conversation. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure, real sure about that. All right, so this is another, like, which will happen first. From Patrick Jackson, he's at Radius underscore Johansson. He says, what happens first, a Hawkinson catch or an Allen tackle? I'm just glad Patrick didn't die from the, what were they? Moths? No, not moths. No, um, they were caterpillar. 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 <laughs> yeah, the poisonous caterpillar. So I'm, I'm glad you're still alive, buddy. Thank yeah. you. He says he could also ask Hawkinson touchdown or Allen sack. Which one happens first? Uh, that's a better question. That's a better question. I'm going to say Allen for both. Well, actually, no. I'll say, I'll give Hawkinson the catch, but I'll give Allen the sack. What? Yeah, obviously. He's asking which one happens first. I know, no, no, but you said TD or... So I'll, So if it's oh, wait, catch it? versus tackle, okay. I'll say Hawkinson. If oh. it's touchdown versus sack, I'll say Allen. Okay. I mean, I think Hawkinson's going to get more plays initially. Yeah, he's going to be on the field more. And I think a lot it's more. He's getting more little... opportunities. So definitely catch. Absolutely catch before tackle. Those? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's playing in an offense that just throws the ball like a billion times. So yeah. So, I mean, I think maybe both on Hawkinson because, yeah. again, I wanted yeah. Hawkinson on our team. But yeah. Although, yeah. I mean, the last time they drafted a tight end in the top 10, the, the Lions, that is, did not do well there and then goes to Indy and had a career year this past year, Eric Ebron. That's, that's so, a great point. You know, there's something to be said about that. Uh, I'm, obviously, the coaches are different and all that stuff, but, you know. Plus, Hawkinson looks like a goober, and Allen doesn't. So I'm going to go with Allen. You've turned on him quickly. No, no I'm with Joey. Like three months. I, I'm with Joey there. When I saw a picture of him and I saw his gooberness, I, I was I'm out. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. Not impressive. Yeah, I actually sent it across our group chat. I was, Try yeah, selling advertising that. that underwhelmed. Try selling like, advertising for that guy. Yeah, this guy is a baller. <laughs> is he? Can, can he even catch a football? Yeah, looks like he sells refrigerators at Lowe's. 
Also, we haven't <laughs> talked about Carson Meyer, the undrafted free agent rookie tight end out of Oklahoma. Probably for good reason. Dude, he's a, <laughs> he was a fullback in college. He's 6'5", 260. 6'5", fullback? 6'5", 260. Tight end. Wait, you said tight end, He was a fullback in high school. tight end for us. No, he was a fullback in college. Oh, college. He literally is changing positions. Hmm. So do you think that's another blocking tight end? Do you think he pushes? Does he? Here's the big question. Do you think he pushes Jeff Swain for that blocking tight end role? No. (laughs) I'm not going to give any attention to an undrafted free agent until the Jaguars sign in them. Until then, I don't care. Alan Hearns. We, I know. That's what we always James go back O'Shaughnessy. to. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Keelan Cole, Keelan I get Cole. it. Hey, Jadon Mickens. <laughs> Lived in his car, James. Jared Wilson. Lived in his car. Jared Wilson. Look Might at- still be. <laughs> Is again. It's a much nicer car now, though. <laughs> Got a conversion van. Dude, I think we should talk more about our actual tight end we drafted because Josh Olsen. That's a good. That guy. Joey's on fire tonight. Actually, yes. I mean, again, after but my question Josh was about Oliver. the blocking tight end. Okay, well, I okay, mean, okay. okay, no, 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 you answer right. that no, one because no, no, I'm right. falling asleep was, over here on that joking. one. Go ahead, you're right. I, I mean, again, we watched the tape on that guy after the last podcast, and I mean, honestly, I don't even know who he played for in college. Still, but San Jose State, yeah, exactly. Never watched him. Never no. cared. I mean, he came in as like you That's know some crackpot research right there. <laughs> yeah. No, I watched the hot film with Joey. We we did a film. We both did, and we were both like, oh my lord, like this guy. Like, there's no like. He's got to learn a lot. He's got to learn all kinds of stuff, but yeah. the dude catches like everything yeah. that's thrown to him. Yeah. Literally everything. Yeah. You remember how strong his hands Yeah, looked? dude, it was amazing. Dude, it was like, dude, it, like, his, 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 like, radius is huge. His hands are, like, catches everything. Even if he's not in the right position, but then he falls down. Yeah. So, well, that's I mean, he's got end. a lot of work. That's a modern yeah. for you. But I think he is going to be a lot better than people think. Like, I was very pleased after I watched that. Yeah, I'm excited. I saw some film of his, and, I mean, look, yeah, he's got to learn how to block better, but that's not why they drafted him. No, yeah. They drafted him to catch the ball, and he can do that. And they did it in the third round. Yes. Which I am very happy about. Dude can definitely catch the ball, without a doubt. But the thing is, is like when he's on the field, it's like, okay, it's a pass play. You know? Like, yeah. Like, it, it's not like, like, he gives you no threat at all of running the ball. Or he's a decoy. And then Leonard Fournette runs Or he could be a downfield blocker, too, though. I mean, right? Mm. You know who else was with that same type of player? Jason, that was stupid. Go ahead. <laughs> You know, you know who is the exact tight end that Josh Olsen is? Oliver. Ah. Oliver is. Yeah, I got one. <laughs> nice. Usually that's me. Oliver. Austin Sparing Jenkins. Same tight end. Remember what we said when, he, when we signed him? Yeah. Dude cannot block. Yeah. Brought yeah. in another tight end to block. Only was a, was a move tight end. Yeah, but minus all the off-the-field off issues. Faster. He seems yeah, Oh, yeah. Oh, he's you know, younger. And he's only played tight end yeah. for like yeah. a week and a half. Who, Oliver? Oh, I'm sorry. The guy on our team that we drafted. Yeah, that's right. Oliver. Yeah, Oliver. yeah, yeah. It's no, a joke. Like a week and a half. Oh, like, you're ta- oh, you're talking about my boy Carson Meyer, who was the fullback. No, I'm talking about the third round draft pick we had. He Josh was a, Oliver. He was a he was a tight end. I mean, he, and it was a joke though. Like he converted oh. a tight end like his freshman year in and college. Was, hey, oh yeah, he did. Joey, yeah. he did. It was a good joke. No, no, I'm, and it was a joke that went right over somebody's head. Right. The dude didn't even play tight end in high school. I know it was a joke. It was an exaggeration. Like he's only played tight end for a short period of time at a small right, school, right, and he right. still looks freaking amazing. Yeah, he I mean, was uh, he was awesome. he was recruited as a DN. Jo- Joey hit this one. It's on actually that. a good point. Joey James. is on fire tonight. Yeah. Joey is on fire tonight. But I, I missed the joke. I know though. my funniest jokes are when I have to tell people five times that it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't a good joke. That was a good point. It's more of a point. Yeah, yeah there you that go. was good. No, he, hey, no, it was a joke. <laughs> if you didn't catch it the first six times, he he converted. <laughs> Can from, we go back to that joke yeah. and everybody laugh? <laughs> All right, let's move on to another question. I mean, this is, I don't even know where we are now. Uh, 
Okay, this, uh... Do you need to check to make sure everything's recording well? Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. I'm kidding. I think we're good. That again. was a joke. <laughs> Another joke. <laughs> it was a joke. We can't edit out YouTube live. No, so you can't. People it are is what gonna, it is. People are going to get off. This is what I was against <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> this is all the terrible jokes you don't hear on the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> all right. This next question is from Pete, and he's at Coach L Tweets. I like Pete's tweets. Pete's good. Pete always asks good Pete's questions. Pete's tweets. Shout out to you, Pete. Uh, he says... He read about the possibility of Josh Allen playing Sam linebacker in some base situations. Do y'all think he has the skill to thrive in that role? Can he be a Khalil Mack type player? Do you want to start that one? Yeah, I absolutely do. Go ahead. Okay. So, I hope he's a Khalil Mack type player. <laughs> I don't think he is, but I hope. He, I don't know if he's as disruptive to the entire game the way Khalil is. Khalil Mack is like, like basically... He's the most disruptful defensive player I might have ever seen since, except for like JJ Watts, like prime. Mm-hmm. Like these guys, like are disrupt. Like they affect every single play. If it's a pass play, it's they're like a Lawrence it. Taylor or like yeah, a yeah, Re- exactly. Reggie White or something. Yeah, whatever like you that. old guys yeah, watched when time. you were young. Yeah, it's I mean it's the, it's the same thing though. There's only so many of those players. It's no joke. <laughs> no, no, no. That's serious, James. Yeah. I'm not sure about old school <laughs> yeah. players. Yeah, easy. Okay, so I don't think the he's Cleo Mack. Also, Cleo Mack plays in the three fours, basically the role that Josh Allen played when he was in college. But explain the Sam for our listeners who don't know what that means. Okay, before we so, even go any further. and for me because okay, I'm so lost. it gets tricky here though because we're t- we've got to talk about which scheme we're talking about. In the in the Jags four three base scheme, they've ran traditionally, which is four D linemen and three linebackers. The Sam backer plays on the strong side. So if there's a tight end or an extra lineman or a fullback offset to that side, the Sam backer would play that spot. And the sandbacker basically has to be able to be effective in run situations. And the because Sam it, is the, the strong side is the right side? The it's strong side is wherever the tight end or the formation or... Is like guiding them to. Yeah, so basically every coach is different. Most most coaches say that the strong side is where the, if the side the tight end's on. Okay. Sometimes there's no tight end and they'll have a, a second wide receiver. Then sometimes that could be the strong side. If they have a fullback and he's offset to a certain side, that could be the strong side. Gotcha. Some coaches wherever there's extra help. Some coaches do the, wherever there's the most field is the weak side, and wherever there's the least field, depending on the hash, is the strong side. Because usually you try to pass into the space and you pass into the weak side. It, it it's complicated. Yeah, that is basically the sandbacker plays on the strong side. Traditionally, that's a guy that's good against the run. Traditionally, or or can cover a tight end, depending on the tight end they have. So you can see where it's complicated. In a three-four defense, <laughs> where the three or there's three defensive linemen, it's called an odd man front, and four linebackers. The sandbacker now is that backer on the strong side, but he's more of an edge rusher. If it ends up being a pass down, he also has to scrape down the line. If the basically meaning like get behind the O line and like not let anything cut backside. If the running back stops and cuts back, the sandbacker has to make sure. He gets turned back into the field. So let me let me throw this out there just okay. with that. Okay. So like Steelers would run a three four because they typically have exotic rush packages with safeties, DBs, stuff like that. We do not because we want our four to get pressure and we want the others in coverage. Um, no, the, the no? exotic blitz packages has nothing to <laughs> nothing? do with. All right. I mean, okay. The only, I, I, you had me convinced. The, the if only, Jason wasn't here. Everybody would have bought yeah, into that. Yeah, I know. So, I did. So basically, so why, why do you want or the other then? Because it's in your personnel, typically, okay. or what your coach prefers to run, and then gets that personnel to fit his scheme. But isn't it all about getting to the quarterback? Uh, and sometimes, okay. If you're in a three-three-five, it's not. But we won't go there. Okay. So if you have three D linemen and you have a big fat guy that plays over the center, that's a three-four. 
So if you have a big, which we do, you, not mm -hmm. no, nah, I'm talking like Vince Wilford. Uh, okay, I'm gotcha. talking about these big fat guys, and basically you just can't move those guys, so they can two gap, so they can make sure nothing gets run up the middle. So if you have a big fat guy and you have two strong D linemen and you have four athletic linebackers, you run a three four. Okay. If you want four athletic D linemen that can knife and get pressure or play the run, and then three linebackers to cover and fill gaps, you run a four three. Oh. So that was simple. To answer the question. Yes, he could play the Sam backer. Uh, I don't know if he's strong enough right now to be like mega pro bowler, but I think he could get there. He's got a good frame. So that answers his question, Coach L. Pete's. Coach yeah. L. tweets. I think they're going to look for ways to get him on the field. They picked him seventh overall. He's incredibly athletic, incredibly strong. They're going to want to play him more than just those nickel packages where you know it's obvious passing downs. So I think it's a very big possibility. That's my short answer. Any thoughts, Joey, on the sandbacker and the technique they're going to I think with him, the problem he's going to have is coming from Kentucky is that he was so good backer. at one thing, and they like just rode that into the ground. I don't think he got enough opportunities trying other stuff because they had to have him doing that because they didn't have other people to cover for him. So I do think he is capable of it. I just don't think it's going to be next year. It's going to be a progression as he gets stronger and learns more and gets coached up and all that. Good point. For those of you that are listening and watching, this may be Joey's best podcast he's ever done. <laughs> Without a doubt. That was also a Without very good point. Without a doubt. Yeah. Even though I got ragged for like 10 solid minutes. No, no, you're doing pretty good tonight. This all is right. the one you're going to put in your archive. Fair, fair enough. You're, you're going to show the kids. This, this is going on my resume. <laughs> one time, kids, I recorded episode 66. Which I don't even know what episode <laughs> it is. I can't go back to it. Is it 66 it really or 67? It could have been any of them, but... Superhood1800 says Duval, go Jags. All right, love it. Hey. Duval, Superhood. Is, is that a tweet or is that a YouTube. YouTube? All right. YouTube, Super. Yeah. Thanks, Super. Like it. 1800. All right. Uh, man, we got a lot of action on that retweet about Quincy Williams. I need to do that more often. Okay. This next question is from, and I like this one. It has not a lot to do with sports, but let's, let's right. change it up a little bit. This is from Darren Frazier, and he's at TD Frazier. And he says, hearing Miles Jack is making homemade candles. What are the best candle names for his scents? That's the best question I've ever heard in my entire life. Gosh, I have to think about that. Wow, like that, I, that might be something we have to address next podcast because i got to devote some time. Yeah. I, I, I devoted like 20 minutes to trying to think of something like punny to this. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't think of anything. I mean, it has to be something like... Miles from home. <laughs> just something like that. Yeah. Are we just yeah. looking for a name like, or like a combination of scents? Yeah. Like Jack and Jill. Something, you know. Something like... Yeah. Uh, wow. Anything? Something's brewing in the kitchen. He's a UCLA guy. Uh, how about um? I'm, I'm, my head. I'm deferring to James on this one because he's, <laughs> he's doing way better. How about winter disappointment? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Wouldn't it have how to be something about like how about, uh, not, be, not being down? Fine, you know, yeah. something like that. How about? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, I'm, I didn't know Auto. he was making candles. I'm still trying. <laughs> he is. To he, no, and he and Darren posted a link to his Instagram account of. <laughs> They oh, make hey, are these soy candles? Like, they're the good ones you can burn without killing all your kids and everything? Um, let's see here. According to, it's called, the Instagram is handmade44jack, and he has 483 followers, and he's following one person. It's not bad. Say, like, what about, like, something like 44 Red Bull? So he's not just, he's not just like a oh, sensi, yeah. he's not like a sensi rep or anything like that. He, he like, actually hand makes his own candles. Yes. I yes. take everything I said about him earlier back, and they need to back the truck up. 
If you are it's amazing a linebacker in the NFL in the offseason, you are making yeah. candles. Hey Jack, that how, is awesome. How do you keep yourself, you know, sane and like level? I make candles in my yeah. off time, bro. That reminds me of the He's, office. I was Jan. gonna say I was just about <laughs> that was what was coming out of my mouth. He yeah. is Jan. <laughs> okay. What do they go for? I can't in that. What do they go for? People hand making they're kind of expensive. They're like thirty bucks a candle. More than that, man. Really? Yankee candles are like thirty. Right. People home make them and John. I wonder if he would make another Jack's podcast candle. Oh, oh, that's probably pretty expensive. Dude, I bet if you messaged him and stink. asked him, he would make one. It's the thing. All right, we I'll, should do that. I'll ask him. You got nothing to lose. Give yeah. it a go. Yeah, and then we can do a contest to name it. Wow. Joey is like, golly, <laughs> who are wait, you? Wait, we need to get a list of yeah. everything Joey ate and drank before this podcast. We need you know to... what? I, I figured it out. Tomorrow's his birthday. Is it? It is. Oh, yeah. so maybe, maybe yeah, that's it. Birthday. That's what it is. Is that what it is? You feeling good? I don't know about getting a year older feeling good, but man, I think we need to like whatever we did tonight, do every night. The same thing. Jeez. Yeah, it's the same I, thing. All right. All right. Well, let's move on to another question because Joey's just killing it. So yeah. let's just see what he says. It's, and uh, we'll let Joey answer this one first. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, Andrew Charles, and he's at Charles Sack 2. And he says, or no, I'm sorry, Charles ASC 2. I would hate to misread his, his handle. That's okay. completely different. Yeah. yeah. Jason is now Joey, and Joey is now Jason. All right. All right, Sack. What was the question? Yeah. Okay. He says, now, now that we have a top three defense and our offense actually has an actual quarterback and healthy and reasonable, talented offensive line, Am I being unreasonable expecting the playoffs this season as a minimum? That's the hope, right? I mean, that's everybody's hope. But the problem is, is that our division is not the division it was two, three years ago. Everybody else in our division has gotten better. So it's Debatable. Uh, okay, Luck's back. Their defense got good. I mean, Titans got a new coach. Their Titans defense got looking, better. Titans are looking spicy. I mean, Houston is still Houston somewhat, and they're getting older. But Dude, the Titans drafted Jeffrey Simmons late, like late in the first round. Yeah. They picked up Adam Humphreys at wide receiver. They drafted a bunch of O-linemen. Let me, let me just let say just this watch. about the Titans, all right? <laughs> the Titans are who they are until they get a different quarterback. Period. They Which got, what they are they, are are they, they, they got kryptonite. No. So they are our kryptonite, uh, yes. but they don't. Did you no, see who they signed as a backup? No, Ryan Tannehill. Oh, okay. Ooh. That's something that is interesting. Right, that's what I'm but saying. But I'm saying until they do something at quarterback, they are going to be who we've seen them the last few years. And I agree, they had a good draft, uh, which is not easy for me to say. I think the Colts are the real deal. I'll say that till the cows come home. I'm scared to death of them. I think they are going to compete for the AFC title and possibly, you know, go to the Super Bowl. I think the Jags are going to, the question was playoffs at minimum. So that's leash minimum is, that's a big word right there. Like Joey said, that's the hope wild card maybe, but I'm going to say this. I think the Texans take a huge step backwards this next year. They had a terrible draft. Like I think they had a bad, bad draft and Deshaun Watson didn't overly impress this past year. The running game, I think is a little suspect there who they have is Deandre Hopkins, who is the best wide receiver in the NFL. I just don't see them being there. Um, but, you know, to answer your question, yeah, the hope is playoffs. You don't pay a quarterback $88 million to finish third in the division. So uh, I'm not saying they're not going to. I'm just no, saying that's not good, what the that's hope. That's a good point. I mean, so, I, I, you know, playoffs has got to be what, what they're shooting for. How they get it, whether it's wild card or winning the division, that remains to be seen. But that's got to be the hope. To answer the question directly, I think that if... You're saying I answered it indirectly? No, not at all. I'm just saying <laughs> I, I usually don't. So to answer the question directly, I think that if everybody remains healthy and our defense gets 
the not so much lucky breaks, some of them, but gets the touchdown production even close to what it was two years ago. Yes, we absolutely make the playoffs again. Would you say law of averages that we will be healthier this year? Absolutely. You couldn't be more unhealthy than we were last year. So that was kind of our concern going into last year. It was like we were so healthy in 2017. Yeah, we're going to have to get injured. Well, actually, Jason said injuries are like normal. Like you got to expect that. I did. You do. But that was insane injuries. Yeah, it was bad. Was that another joke, Joey? That was just another fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm really tired. Let's see here. <laughs> Questions are like some of the best questions ever. Yeah, though. I have to agree. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, let's hear. This question is from Brent Papineau, and he's on YouTube. And he says, over under five on number of sacks for Allen. Over. That's five a and a half. Great. I, mean, I, think, I, think he can over five, I think he can get five and a half. I do. That's, That's like over. That's a very thin line to. But that makes money. To bet the over. I think it's a great I'm like, say, I'm number saying, for would, the over So under. you would bet money because if you think he's going to get 0.5 over the over under. I'm saying I think he will get at least five and okay, a half. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm not saying that's what he will get. I'd be curious. I'm saying it. that he will at least get five and a half. Does Vegas have those kind of prop bets out now? Probably not on a guy like him. Because, maybe. I mean, that's a great number, I think. I mean, five's yeah. pretty dead on. I mean, I think five is a, a I great season. I think six is a better. I think six is a you better number. You think so? Number. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do too. I so if we get six sacks out of him, then man, that's that's great. I mean, he's a top player. I see it's him not get, like he's yeah. a guy that we picked up like twenty nine overall he's in the first 17 round. Seventeen and a half. I see last him year. getting a lot. <laughs> Seventeen and a half. I see him getting a lot of pressures and other people getting the sacks for it. He's already been slated by a couple of people predicted to make the all rookie team. I mean, like there's there's stuff being said about this guy. Jay Glazier Glazier of Fox Sports uh, said he was the steal of the entire first round. Not not the best pick for the Jags, but the first round, the best, the steal was him. I disagree. Well, I mean, that's that's. I'm just saying, there's there's buzz out there. Whether it's true or not, you could. I mean, gosh, you could argue. If he if he proves me wrong and he can run around and outside of everybody in the NFL like he did in college, then the dude will have ten sacks. Mm. I just don't see it happening. What I love about him is, you know, most guys that are getting like you look at Bosa for the 49ers. Yeah, he's he's. There's some guys on that defensive line, but offenses, opposing offenses aren't going to be able to cue in on him because our, we have such a good defense around him. That is a huge advantage to him. So he's coming into a good situation, and so much um, of how you do in the NFL, how you fare is situational. And I think he is coming into a very good situation. So I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. That's a great point because he was double teamed in college all the time. Right. And still put up 17 and a half sacks. So that's pretty, that's pretty important. Yeah. Just impressive. Yeah, if you're an opposing coach in the SEC and you're playing Kentucky, you're, the first thing you're saying to your offensive coordinator is figure out how to stop. That's all you're, worried, that's that's all you're worried about. Yeah, that's that's it. it. And people couldn't do it. So I think that, that speaks volumes. For so them. I have to say, I think five's low. I'm going to go with the over as well. Yeah, I'm taking the over there as well. Okay, this next question was over under 20 touchdown passes for Foles. God, it better be over. Yeah. It better be. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I hope so. Man, if it's not, we're in trouble. Unless Fournette just like blows up and yeah. we are our line we do have is a really better good than it was years ago. Right tackle. Hey, I mean our line was not was above average two years ago. And if they're back and cohesive and we've improved it and and Fournette just grinds it out. If he doesn't have to throw more than twenty, then great, but I see him throwing over twenty. Yeah, I hope he does. He Better. <laughs> yeah, he better. I mean, if he doesn't, then that's Caldwell's job, right? I guess with that being said, though, like, to who? So that means, like, yeah, what? Yeah, that's what I was D.D. Westbrook's like, okay. got eight touchdowns. 
Our Josh rookie Oliver tight end has 12, 15, yeah. <laughs> That's 20? what I'm saying. Like, that means yeah. sets a tight end record for That's single right. season. The whole good quarterback okay, makes up a run better. For you. Over under two touchdown passes, Gardner Minshew. Preseason or regular season? Regular season. That assumes that the Jags are playing garbage time games. Or Foles is hurt. Foles is hurt. So I'll say over. Yeah, why not? Yeah, Foles is going to go out at some point. I would have to assume. Half a game, something. Minshew will come in and it'll, it'll be garbage time. Like one? That's because he couldn't throw the ball to a receiver or more than 10 yards. That's true, dude. Can you imagine throwing to Blake Bell and like these scrub receivers? Especially when you have, what, points five seconds to <laughs> Especially after the, the second yeah. time you drop back, you got yeah. crushed. Yeah, it's terrible. No, I think Minshew will probably come in and do something crazy. So, yeah, I can see that. More than two. Patrick, or Patrick Jackson made a point. He says it's a tough division and we have a tough schedule. So that's a harsh minimum of playoffs in his view. Our schedule is ridiculous. It is. So yeah, um, minimum's a tough. That's a tough word in that question. I mean, can I can I pause for a second and go back? Sure. Uh, are you going to go? We have uh, the second preseason game at home and the fourth preseason game. The fourth preseason game is garbage Ooh, of a game. Are you going to go just to watch Gardner play? Yeah. Okay. No, not do it. I don't know. I'll go. You will or won't? Yeah, I will, but not okay. just for Gardner. Not just for You're yeah. going to go to the fourth preseason game? Yeah. And you might be the I, biggest I, Jaguar but fan. But to be I fair, know. I'll probably leave in the third quarter. Third quarter? Yeah. Leave in the, like halfway through the second. No, I'll leave in the third quarter. How about this as an over-under? Third, third quarter, five minutes left in the third quarter, Jason leaves. I'm gone before that. No, I, I think you stay. <laughs> I, th- I think you're going to stay until the still, end of the if game. If Gardner's still playing, I might stay. No, because all of a sudden these guys are going to, you know what? I actually want to see these guys. <laughs> yeah, I read about him the other day. I think you stay till the two-minute warning yeah. of the fourth quarter. Gardner might, Gardner might throw three touchdowns to a wide receiver that will be selling cars a week you know, later, and honestly, it'll be the best story ever after that. Now that I think about it, I think you're, I think yeah, you're right. Okay. I think okay. you're right. Because I, I can see myself staying. I'm already here. Yeah. You know what? It's fun. <laughs> got some people here I kind of yeah. know. <laughs> not playing again until next Sunday at home. So, yeah, well, we'll see. All right, that's a done deal. What do you think about um, the running back position? So, right now we have Leonard Fournette, Alfred Brew, Alfred Blue, Ryquill Armstead, Benny Cunningham. Do you think that Rawls makes the team? Thomas Rawls. That would be five running backs on the roster? Yeah. Maybe one, two, three, four, five. And that's I, assuming no tight end, no fullbacks on the team. Who keeps five running backs? I mean, and a fullback. That would count your fullback position as well. I don't Who's know. the fullback, though? I mean, Demetri Flowers is on the roster right now. I think it's between him and Cunningham. I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't hand it to Cunningham right. quite yet. Yeah, I think you're right there. Honestly, I don't care. But right qu- <laughs> Okay, what? Okay, let's, let's, let's. Let's talk about something that... Have we talked about Telvin yet? That's a great answer. Was I no, just out? Okay. No, 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 we haven't. Can we talk about Telvin? Yeah, are we moving on from the running back? That was it? Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of bored with that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Rykel Armstead will make will get more touches than uh, Alfred Blue? I think Armstead will be the second running back. Second running back? Yeah. But... Well, Blue, ooh, yes, yeah, good, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Blue's, I, I think Blue's it's a gonna, big boy. Yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, you're, you're right. All right, Telvin. Joey, you're on fire tonight. Thoughts on Telvin? Let me get started he, on Telvin. He came out with a video today saying, Duval till we die. I love Duval. Never leaving Duval. I'm staying Duval. He also looks He was also naked and pretty Laramie, high, right? Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. He, he was also on that little, that Laramie Tunsil yeah. workout plan. So, uh, what are your thoughts on that, Joey? 
I thought from like day one when he wasn't returning his coach's phone calls that that was a problem. I don't care if you have to be there or not. If your boss calls you, you respond. Say, hey, I'm doing this. I'll be there wherever. That didn't happen. Kept building from there. And then you have, I mean, I'm going to have to, you know, Hayes Carline, 1010, he's got all kinds of like inside, he sees the players after every game. And literally said, like, it was kind of like a side nugget, like in a conversation, but said that as soon as he got his contract and got paid, going in for access and interviews was completely different. Like beforehand, he was open to everybody, you know, a nice guy, like make jokes with you, answer all your questions. As soon as he got paid, wouldn't answer anybody's questions. Wouldn't talk to anybody. Was up like just a completely different guy. So, I mean, I have to like go with that. I mean, that confirms the locker room issues that last year seemed like a little bit of him. Now everybody's saying it was a lot of him. The fact that, I mean, it's a big deal, man. It's, it's an issue. Regardless, if I'm the NFL and I've seen that video, which I'm sure they have, I'm saying go find him and random drug test him right now. What would that do with his contract? Because I didn't see the video. Apparently, it was pretty bad. I don't know what it does to his contract, but I know it would, if he's, you know, if it comes back positive, that's that's a four game suspension. So I would I would imagine, you know. So how's that help us though? It doesn't. That's what I'm, but I'm just saying, like he is, he's doing everything wrong that you can do in an off season. That when when he missed, like I I thought it was a <laughs> that, that, that said it right video? there. No, no, that was oh, a good no, point. That said it uh, right there. That was a good point. You couldn't really do any is. worse yeah. in an off season <laughs> than he's he done. He couldn't be. And, and this was a non-story at first. I thought I was like, you know, he he's not going to voluntary. It's voluntary. Big deal. Yeah, you know, care enough to but, like, make up an answer. Man, make it as bad for yourself as you possibly can. Follow what he's been doing. And, and is with every day that goes by, this story gets weirder and weirder and more concerning to the point where I went from thinking non-story, it's April, whatever, to now, I think there's a very good chance that he's not on the team at the beginning of this season. Which is crazy. It is crazy. There's a rumor going out around there. There's a rumor going around out there about how he is, might pull a Patrick Willis and is thinking about retirement. How do you retire in your four, like what, fourth year? Patrick Willis retired super early. I mean, the dude made decent money to live off of, realized the toll that hitting people in a car crash every other play did to his body. Patrick Willis was, I would say, better than Yeah, I'm looking at guys like Barry Sanders, dude. I mean, like these guys, I mean, these guys, some people take an introspective look and they're like, I had the rest of my life to live. I have enough money to live off of and they bail. Okay, I completely get that. Then be a man about it and make an adult decision and make that call prior to the draft. time to make decisions. Some people need to really. We just gave you millions of dollars. Make that call before the draft, man. Be an adult. If that's your call, I think you're oversimplifying it. I'm not. If that's the case, and it's a rumor, but if that's the case, I think you're oversimplifying it. I doubt, dude. He could bank for three or four years and not do jack. I mean, I I don't believe because I mean he's one of the most competitive, hard hitting guys on the team. I just he always had a chip on his shoulder. I mean, that chip's just gone at this point. I can't imagine all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to retire. I'm going to quit this thing that I've been passionate about my entire life there's something to this story and we don't know what it is yet and i'm not sure if the front office knows or doesn't but it's you know i think i think the front office knows where there's smoke there's fire i think they do know because literal or figurative (laughs) yes (laughs) i think they do know because they asked what they you know whether he's gonna be on team or not and they they were like i don't know you don't say that about I hope so. I think it was one of I hope so. Exactly. I mean, you don't say that about yeah, that's true. one of your starters that you just paid. There's definitely something behind the scenes. I have to agree with that. And I think it's a lot bigger than 
we think. Some, I mean, who knows, man? It's like a soap opera at this point. But you got to plan without him, right? At this point, you have to. If you're yes. Marone, you have to like base everything off the fact he's not going to be there, and that that that's tough, dude. That that jacks things up. It's going to be a lot clearer. Hey, June. that's his candle name. There jacks things Jack, up. Jack, <laughs> jacked up. It's going to be a lot more clear in June. I know it took him a while, but he got there. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm saying, man, this is like yeah. this is it for Joey, man. He's killing it. When OTAs become mandatory in June, that's when this story is going to really come to light. Yeah, because that's, that's when push point. comes to shove. That's when you start so, getting fined. Yeah. So yeah. until then, we just kind of have to wait. But if June rolls around and he's not reporting, then there is a serious, serious problem. Yeah, but what if he does report and he was part of the issue in the locker room last year, and he's the same guy this year? I mean, do you ride it out hoping that he shows up and plays and does well, or do you just send him out, like get rid of him? I mean, in an ideal world, you bench him or cut him, but that's a lot of money. God, man, I mean, that's such him. a hard decision. Can't cut him. No, I mean, you. No, who's going to pick up that contract? Can't cut him. I mean, you could trade him. Really? Trade him for nothing. Are you really going to just get rid of a player? I mean, is he is he that bad? Apparently. No, I can't think that's the case, man. I, I mean, can't I would think, think he's have... that bad in the locker room that they're willing to be like, okay, we got to either trade him for what we can get or not play him. I mean, that's bad. That's like I have to guys agree, like but... T.O. could barely get there. Yeah, and you're telling that's me a good point. is that's a good I mean, point. I mean, maybe he is. I think there's something. Again, I I think there's something weird. Like I think he's seen about retirement. That's the only thing I can justify. The dude's gotten paid. He's a top tier linebacker. He's getting paid like one. He had a bad year last year. We're still paying him. There's got to be something. There's rumors about child support and things like that. But Has his agent come out and said anything? Because no, you have no, to think no. that guy would be like, dude. I don't know, man. Come it's on just, now. It's weird. I think you missed voluntary because it's voluntary, and he's kind of just been immature since then. Yeah. You know, this video didn't help. He should have returned calls. But, you know, at the end of the day, he hasn't broken any rules yet that we know of for sure right this, this video yeah. he hasn't broken any official rules no that's what, so that's what i'm saying like it, again it still could be a non-story but we're gonna have to wait until june having said all that he has not painted himself in a nice light since missing camp like do you really believe it's a non-story though or that it will technically I, let me it, rephrase it, that do you really believe that it will turn out to be a non-story no i think it is a story mm, but yeah. technically as of right now today it is a non-story. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, it's one of those things. Cross that bridge when we get to it, I guess. Yeah, that, that's that's what it is. But, but dang, it, man. Know, why, dude? Come on. It's just weird. Hopefully there's nothing with him, like, personally, like, mentally, that is just a problem. Because, yeah. I mean, you don't make that switch like that. Or, or a normal person typically does not make that switch. I mean, hopefully it's nothing, like, really bad and personally. Because, I mean, I like the guy. That, yeah. He gave us a great couple years. I mean, he's one of the best players on the team. And he's, one of our, he's a fan favorite. Yeah. Even though he, you know, had a down year last year, but you know, and you know, no, I don't know. We don't know him from Adam. We don't know anything about him. But I don't you think guys don't, you, know, you guys don't know Telvin. No, not personally, yet. <laughs> not yet. But but a lot of money can is you know and it does change it people. It can change people. It can. It I can think every not fan, be all it's cracked up. If, to be. if money changed him like this, that's pathetic. I have to agree. But. And, and it happens. But I had, had so much respect for Telvin. I can't believe that until it, like you guys said, it becomes a story. Well, I, you know, I, we're I, we're just kind of grasping yeah. the straws. I think even at this that. point, though, there's not a fan out there that doesn't want him to show up and and come back. If he shows up, day one of mandatory camp, which is what day? Do we know? What's it's the it's in June. That? It's like yeah. June, June. Okay. day one, and he does his job, and he plays well. Does anybody care about this? No. no. Does this even get brought up again? No. No. I agree. Which is why he should have just picked up the phone and called. 
He because said then it would have been over. On the video, he said on the video, like, my phone's always on. He, like, made a point to address that. He was like, my phone's always on. Like, Eric's like, hit me up, my phone's on. He's like, said yeah. something like that. Wow. Was, it, was it like a burner phone from, like, the shell package from Walmart? I'm just telling you what, he, what happened. He was, said something about how his phone's always on or that he's... He, wow. didn't, he didn't re-up his minutes? It's, it's when, weird. It's when weird. Joey starts telling a joke, I've noticed this. When Joey starts telling a joke, halfway through, I realize that he's telling a joke, I just zone out. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, we're just going to wait yeah, for this yeah, to be next, done. Next. And then I'm just going to get my point in that I was like going toward. But, you, have, you have your fun? All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was I heard burner phone, and I was like, all right, what yeah. am I going to say next? <laughs> Gives you a minute. It's <laughs> like your thoughts. It's true. <laughs> it only took you 66 episodes. I, I was there on the first one. <sighs> but you're going to say something. You're about to say something. I... I'm sorry. I, I, would, I know. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, is that it? That's a good break. We definitely had Twitter questions. I think that's it. I think that's a show. Is it? Was, yeah. How long was that? Right an hour. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it goes quick. There you go. And we didn't think we had much to talk about. Yeah, I didn't. But we will say uh, next week is rookie mini camp. So the Josh Olivers, Josh Allen, uh, guys like that, we'll be able to know a little bit more about them after next week. Yeah. Uh, really, the big story will be no stories, is meaning no injuries or anything like that. So want, to, we'll, want to be the undrafted rookie free agents? I, I kind of tried to sprinkle them into this episode. I know. I mean, James is refusing to even. Yeah, he is. Like, he really, really, they, don't, they don't even exist. I know. Alan Lazard hurt him too he did. bad. He did. Alan, I had high Alan, hopes. Alan Lazard cut him. He Alan cut Hurt deep. spoiled as an Alan Lazard just <laughs> cut. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Oh. But I think, no, you're right. I mean, the problem is that in, in rookie camp, everybody looks good. Go, that's oh, right. Man, this guy looks good. That's true. Yeah, because they, they're going against rookies. A lot of which are undrafted free agents. And they're going to get cut. You're right. Yeah. Anyway, but it's something to talk about. Get us yeah. through May. Uh, so that'll be next week. Um, again, follow us on Twitter, another Jack's at another Jack's Pod, Facebook, Instagram, another Jack's Podcast, and YouTube, another Jack's Podcast. Anything else you guys want to say before we wrap it up? Um, you can go on YouTube and watch this live episode, or you can listen to our polished, edited podcast on Apple. And uh, we also post our podcast on YouTube. So if you like using yeah. YouTube to listen to podcasts. We will have our live episode, and we'll have our polished right. podcast episode. Can I can I throw this challenge out there to our listeners? Yes. Especially if you're on Twitter, give us what you think Miles Jack should name his candles. Let's hear some of your suggestions. Yes. I like that. Yes. Yeah. And we're still putting a hard push on getting Gardner Minshew on. So yeah, everyone for that's sure. listening, put I I I might have an in. I didn't. I don't. I don't want to like tease you guys, but I might have an in with Gardner. I think Minshew. we need to throw out there like, where does he hang out? If you Not, guys know, uh, let us know that as well. Take it easy. Take Jason it easy. will show up. Take it easy. I, I've been known to be around some Jaguars quarterbacks in the past. <laughs> That's, That's all true. I'm going to say. Okay. And I think I have a hookup with my boy Gardner. So, will you wear jean shorts? I will wear what? I'll wear anything. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking about starting wearing jean shorts now. Yeah. Bro. I mean, Gardner's got to be a reason people are doing it. <laughs> so, yeah. Find out what that we'll is. Let's see. All right. Uh, I think we can definitely say the MVP for tonight's show was Joey. Yeah. He That's killed first. It. I'm, so, gonna, I'm gonna save this episode forever. Yeah, I'm gonna be telling my kids about it. Um, <laughs> you won't believe it. You already have kids. Everyone gather up. I'll be telling yeah, my I'll kids tell them about now. It. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what we're talking about at dinner tomorrow <laughs> night. The hard part is I don't know if they're making fun of me or complimenting me. So <laughs> you guys take that for what it's worth. It's both. You had Actually, your you had, yeah. you had your high and low moments. Yeah, enjoy it. <laughs> it's your time to shine. This, this is Simba seeing all that the light touches. <clears throat> well, that'll do it for episode 66. Thanks everyone for listening, and as always, go Jags. <laughs>